My check, my check, one, two, three, four. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wolfpack Podcast with your host, Wolfson, as always. So far, this is not the actual setup, guys. I just needed to do something very quickly because, yeah, I'm not, I don't have enough time to do stuff. So I just decided, like, ah, let me just bring out all the good stuff that's happening this week or in what happened last week as well. And so a couple of reviews that we'll be making about some movies and animes and TV shows, upcoming video games, and, of course, some of the good, the bad, and ugly topics that we're going to talk about about the industry. It sucks, but, you know, there's some good things. At least some nothing per se ugly really happened, but there were definitely some bad and sad stuff that happened, and maybe some good out of it. So we're going to actually discuss about it. Um, Once again, don't mind the setup. This is not the official setup. We're still in the trial and error t- phase, you know? Hopefully in the next time, we'll have a green screen with a better image than what I have on my living room. Yeah, my living room. Anyways, so let's get done with the shiznits, all right? You know, let's go with the first topic. First order of business. Um, This is something I definitely want to talk about. Um, Being ghosted by people. I hate the fact that the concept of ghosting is actually much more of a norm than it should be. And, and I'm not this I'm not talking about ghosting in returns, you know, talking to somebody that you want to talk to and get ghosted about it. I'm not just talking about that. I'm more talking about the business aspect in the music industry or in the entertainment industry. However you want to put it in whichever industry, you hate the fact that you get ghosted or you get no replies or whatsoever. But hey, wouldn't you know they come to you the moment that they need something from you. Or six months later, hey, I saw this. Hey, let's do something. I'm like, where were you when I needed you? The fuck? Unfortunately, it happens more often than you think, guys. Um, let me give you a few stories. Um, I, in one of the previous episodes from the Lone Wolf podcast, I did mention about, about the demo submissions, right? You guys should check it out on the... You guys should check it out at the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'll leave a link in the description down below on my sec- on my first channel, the Lone Wolf Podcast. Um, I did an episode in, re- in regards do not send demos to record labels. And I made that specifically clear that it is only meant for a few select labels that they do, you know, interact with people and they do talk to people and they do make feedback out of your songs and they talk. I made it very clearly in that episode that's like the grand majority of labels that you shouldn't even bother because all they do is just put it on a spam folder. And that's part of ghosting because you can literally go weeks, if not months, without even having a reply because you wouldn't even know if they open it. And that sucks. And you guys should check it out because I give you more detailed explanation. But where I'm going with this is because um, there are times in which I try to, you know, search for interviewers, people I want to interview from the Lone Wolf podcast, you know, or do business with somebody. And they pretty much leave you on red. And I know this because I see this all the time on either on Facebook Messenger, on either on Twitter re- DMs, on Instagram DMs, and even on emails. The way I know about emails is because um, there's this, um, what's it called? There's, it was an app. I don't know if it, it's a 
web browser app that's called MailTrack. Basically, it's a f- you can you can have download it for free. It's an extension on your web browser that allows you to you know track every email and it indicates if the person has opened up the email or not or read it. Basically, it's basically that's what it is. So that way you keep a track because if you see somebody or 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 a label or a business, they open up your emails. You can ask, they'll give you a notification. And when that happens, it's like, oh, shit, good. They're reading my stuff. Now I had to wait for the reply. It's been hours. It's been hours. It's been hours. And no replies. So it's like, okay, they ghosted me. And now, now I know that they, they, they ghosted me because they didn't reply to me. And I know they opened the meal. They received it. So, and I hate when that happens. And it has happened to me numerous times. That time... I send those all those you know demos to all these various labels. Only a few have ever you know reached out. Like two or three have reached out, but the rest of them they left me on red, or they had, they didn't bother because it was in the spam folder. So it's like mm, okay, and and then that also leads to all the times I've DM somebody, I DM an artist or a manager or somebody you know to hey let's do business or come over to the show and let's talk about it. It has gotten to a point that I I literally breathe it, you know. It it is what it is, you know. And I hey, I have no no personal quarrels with them. The only personal quarrels I'll have in the future is that you know when they ever want to reach out to me, I'll just respectfully say no. Oh, but Wilson, there is no, there shouldn't be any personal feelings in the business. It's all business. It's like, I agree. It's all business. And you missed out your opportunity to do business with me. Nothing personal. Because let's put it this way, guys. If I'm starting now and you weren't there from the beginning and then all of a sudden I blew the fuck up. Why would I want to make business with you when you didn't help me at the beginning? That's how I see it. If it if it's something that's leverageable for my on my sake for my end that's you know favorable for me, I'll be open. I'll be open, but I'll definitely let them know. It's like, hey guys, like <laughs> you, I'll be honest. I'll be honest because in every in every business, you always gotta be honest with the other person, and you gotta let them know right from the from the get go. You know, you can't be you know tiptoeing around then or any of it because. That it doesn't build a good relationship. And I said this in previous episodes as well in the Lone Wolf podcast. You know, when you're establishing a business with somebody, you're establishing a relationship with them. Whether it's personal or pleasure or business-wise, it don't matter. It's a relationship. You know, I got to get along with you and you got to get along with me. And well, and we help each other out. We do favors for each other and back and forth and all that stuff, you know. That's how it works, you know? You can't have a business partner that you cannot trust. Like, literally, you cannot be a Kanye. At 100%, you cannot be a Kanye. Because, basically, Kanye is, like, the worst business partner you can ever have. He wants to have your money, put your money onto my creativity, I and I have 100% contr- uh, con- creative control of anything that I decide to. Yeah, that's not how it works, Kanye. Like, it, there's a give and take. You know, if I'm going to put money on you, I should have a say-so. That's how te- te- technically how business relationships really work. I should have a say-so. So don't pull a Kanye, guys. Don't pull And especially if even if you're that creative, you're not going to get that far. I swear to you. 
it's not it's and it's not you need to be good with others you know so back to where i was getting to if i'm gonna make business with people who didn't want to fuck with me all the way from the from the get-go i have to be honest with them and say yo i'll be honest with you guys um i reached out to you guys a few months ago a years ago or whatever you didn't want to make business with me and I get it. I get like I, I was starting out. I didn't I didn't have any of the followings or whatnot. And, you know, you're trying to get to know me. You're going to see how far I get to. I get it. I get all those, you know, aspects. And, you know, I want to see how I grew up. But I'll be honest with you. I have people that I make business with others that started from the bottom. And now we're, you know, good. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know how am I going to do business with you since you weren't there for me. Why should I be there for you right now? And I have to be honest about it. And the, and if they get sensitive about it, it's like, oh, you know, you, you can't, you know, drive personal. It's like, I'm not trying to be personal, bro. I'm trying to be honest with you. Where I'm trying to establish a relationship with you, right? And it's it has to be built by honesty, right? I'm trying, I'm being honest with you. If you're not trying to be honest with me, you can't give me a, a straight face and look at me on, on my face and tell me exactly why you didn't. We couldn't. And maybe the answer that I want to hear is not the answer that I really want to hear. But there's a peace of mind, at least. There's a peace of mind in the fact that, you know, like, okay, now I know. Thank you. And then from there, you can decide whether you want to continue on with the person or not. And, and, And that is all you have to do, basically. So why is all this I'm talking about with, with being ghosted? It's because, you know, there are times in which people literally come forward to me months, months, if not year, and completely oblivious and ignore all my text messages, all my DMs, and they say, it's like, hey, I'm trying to do something, you know, like this and this and that. And I'm like, Nani? do you just like, Yo! you just like literally ignore my entire conversation? Like you, you, were you oblivious of the person? I'm not going to mention names. Um, he's doing something good, which I believe it's something good. That's what that's what my belief. I believe it's something good. I don't know. I'm not going to mention his name. All I'm going to say is that he's building a this is his third business that he's attempting to to try with a school with an EDM school. His third one because the first one didn't work out. He tried a second one. And now he's trying to affer one. So he's kind of bouncing around. I say already too much. Anyways, um, and he DM'd me and then said, hey, you want to, you know, get together, you know, have a 30 minute chat and talk about it. You know what I'm trying to accomplish, you know, trying to look for students and whatnot. I'm like, all right, I'll bite. I'll bite. I'll bite. So we so we got into Zoom. We we had a talk, and I told him straight up, it's like, dude, I'm not looking to be uh, the next um, music producer. Honestly, I want to be the next EDM podcast, the next big podcast that comes out of the EDM community. That's what I want, and I can see myself doing podcasts for the next 30, 40 years, fifty years, however long I want to. I see longevity. This is not my short term. Short term. It's me releasing on music, uh, my song to one of my favorite labels, like NCS, that's no copyright sounds, or Monster Cat, Disciple, DPMO, and such and such. 
That that'll be my short term goal. It's like fuck yeah, I did it. All right, move to my next one. That's that's it. My long term is keeping my channel, the Lone Wolf and the Wolf Pack, and keep it and give it to my community. Give all these tidbits, all these you know juicy shit that happens. You know, that's what I want. Oh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think this is gonna work. It was like I I knew that. I appreciate your time. I and he's like, oh, you knew. He's like, yeah, I knew. I was just, you know, trying to see what what you try what you try to sell to me, because I've been giving you DMs and you you basically ignore me. So I was just figuring, like, what is this you try to do? Oh, I didn't mean to ignore you. I got stuff to the. Uh, uh, hey, man, everybody's got shit in their lives, man. But I don't appreciate that all of a sudden you start talking to me. Months and months after you ignore me and, and or ignore my tets. And I told him and we ended like that. No beef. Just we, the, the room is clear. That's it. So, guys, while this definitely happens, my suggestion, I, I, as the many years that I've, I've worked on this, my suggestion is like, take it as it is, breathe in, breathe out and move on. Just Turn the page onto the next one. Basically, if somebody ghosts you and you want to have somebody, if you want to know how somebody has ghosted you, wait, wait for a day. That's your time period. Wait for a day or two. If it goes past a week, he goes, he goes to you. He or she or or the or the labor or whoever you're trying to you know talk to, they ghost to you. Basically, if it goes past a week, usually the time around is that like one or two days. But after that, forget about it. And it happens. It happens. Oh, but what about they answer you months later? Did they really ghost to you? Yes and no. Because that means that they did. Because I know everybody has a phone. Like everybody has a phone in, phone in, in today's world. A smartphone. Everybody fucking has it. And everybody has the Gmail app, the Outlook app, or whatever mail app you have. Everybody so they can see it. Everybody's on their phone Every fucking time. So they, you cannot tell me like, oh, they just answer you now. It's like, but they're always on the phone. What, what, what excuse are you trying to do? Oh, but they did answer you. Yeah. Five months later, they answer me. I didn't, I needed them five months ago, not five months later. Ghosting guys, ghosting. I know sometimes you'll take it personally, and I've taken it personally when it fir- when these type of stuff started to happen to me. I'm at my early ages of you know working in this industry, but I learned to deal with it, and I know it's very hard for a lot of people. But you guys, you have to learn how to deal with it because it is part of the business. Unfortunately, it is what it is. You know, you cannot change that. People will tend to ghost. Even if when you see them with the phones and they're responding to other people very quickly. Sometimes people are just full of shit. And if they don't respond to you that quickly, then that person wasn't meant for you. Or that biz, that label wasn't meant for you. Something bigger and better will come out. And would you know it, would you know it, the universe is very good to me. God Almighty or Alpha or Omega, whoever you want to pray to, pray to. They're good to me. Because every time I try to DM an artist and I don't get the artist that I want, but I get another artist that ain't know I need it. 
and they and they're as as big or as well known as the other artists that I wanted. So I'm like, shit, something good came out of it. Door closes, another one opens. That, and it happens. And it has, I'm testament of that, bro, because it has happened to me numerous times. I just keep turning the page. That's all. Like, oh, shit, this guy didn't want to make business with him. Oh, well. Oh, wait a minute. But this one does? Okay, let's do it. And that's how I go about it. And I'm saying this so people can learn how to do these type of stuff. And don't ever feel like, oh, this sucks. You know, like, oh, I'm never going to make it or this and that. Or like, ah, oh, this and that. Don't worry, guys. Everybody gets ghosted, even the best of us. So that's pretty much it. You know, like, I just want to put it out there, you know, because that little incident happened not too long ago. And, you know, let everybody know. Um, next topic. Next topic. What else do we got? Artists making content. Now, this is actually pretty good. I was scrolling down Instagram and I looked at the excellent sound Instagram page. Shout out to Daniel and Parker. Great people. Great people. Never met them in real life, but I met them through DMs and 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 through their Patreon and through other stuff. You know, they got great stuff and they're very informative. I highly suggest you guys check it out if you ever guys want to learn how to sound design or project or any of that stuff. You know, they're great. Um, something I scrolled down, uh, scroll on Instagram and they were talking about artists making content. I'm like, oh my god, this is actually a very good topic. So before I come come out with my opinions about it, let's listen to it. So let's switch around right here. Let's see right here. All right, here we go. as far as like trying to be a music producer nowadays and trying to be successful you hear a lot of people say like hey you can't just be just a music producer with a cool brand anymore you have to be spewing out content out of all of your orifices as as fast as you possibly yeah. can it is kind of unfortunate that you have to do like it is yeah has to do that to get their music out which is what they really want you yeah. know when i started playing around with like insta 360 cam i was like holy shit this is so fun mm -hmm. so i found something that i enjoy i need to leverage this and use this as a way to like really make yeah. more content and and yep. it's a fucking camera so that's great because it means that i can just use it to interact with literally anything that i'm doing in my day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. i have a hot button issue about this not not with what they say not what they say what they say was brilliant it was like the brief summary of what what sadly what's today's world's reality and today's reality is yeah and i'm and it's funny because i've been saying this for quite some time i think ever since i started my podcast from the lone wolf all the way till now i've been saying this and nobody listens to me and it's been happening for a way long long period of time then before then they started talking about it yeah unfortunately in today's world artists have now need to be content creators they have to make making uh, content all the time because it's no longer a music thing. Now it's a whole brand thing. Now it's a whole universal thing. And I feel like that sucks because that shouldn't be your main objective about it. But that's the only way how people interact with you and interact with your music. I, and I have to be interactive with my people, meaning I have to start twitching and streaming shit, which sucks because I, I don't like it. But I have to. I really have to. And, and it's funny because I see the evolution of this when this 
whole notion started about start becoming a more of a content creator than being a music producer. Like it started like years ago, years, 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 years ago, years ago, when everybody is only allowed to record music on a studio. Laptops came about and DAW started to form. And all of a sudden, people can now open a DAW session like Fruity Loops, Ableton, Pro Tools, Asset, or Logic. And they start making music from their own bedrooms. And now everybody can do it. There was a high popular demand of, of that. And then because of that, everybody is so easily accessible of getting all their stuff. Well, now we now we have to require more stuff for you to to give us, and and then it started with um when I went to school. I know it probably went a little bit earlier than that. When I went to school on SAE Miami, twenty fourteen. I'm pretty sure it has happened before that, but at, in twenty fourteen, that's when I started to notice like, oh, I can't just be just a producer. No, I have to be the producer the audio engineer of my own music, like being the mixing and mastering engineer. I also have to learn how to record my own vocals. I also have to recall any instruments or I have to do, I had to play, you know, run everything by myself. Uh, I have to be a, my own graphic designer. I have to be, I have to manage all my social medias. And like, there's a 20 job list for you just to be a, a music producer in today's world, mostly as an EDM artist, but this goes applied to every other person who's trying to do something. Now you have to be this multitasking. Before in the old days, it was basically if you're good at one thing and that's that's your thing, that's your title. Now, not only they require that one thing, now they want you to require a all, all, all bunch of other stuff. I prefer it seven. Let me put it in much more better understanding. When I when I went to the when I started working at the Clevelander Hotel in South Beach, I my title was a stage coordinator, and which was kind of weird because I was hired as a as an audio visual technician, or an A two, which is audio striker. What I when I started working there, and then I started to see all the stuff that I had to do after I left the Clevelander in my resume. I kid you not, guys. Most of the time, people, when they quit jobs, they put on their resume, oh, I, I added this skill because of this job. When I got out of the Clevelander, I added like at least 10 skills or 10 positions that I worked there. I was, okay, let's just put the stage coordinator because to this day, I still don't know what that is. I was the audiovisual technician. I was the person handling the TVs in the entire hotel for for whenever if somebody needs to switch a game, I can put them there. I was an, the live sound engineer. I was the artist and DJ liaison. I was the dancer liaison. I had to build stage spots for the dancers. I have to set up for rooftop parties, you know. I sometimes have to be a DJ because sometimes DJs arrive late. I also have to be the the LED panelist setting up LEDs and for 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 visual effects. I also have the, I'm going by 11 now. I also have to be the VJ. Basically going apart with the DJ and playing around the the visuals. 
with its own program and everything and controller that I never touched in my life. I also have to learn how to use the lights. Install the lights. All those lights that you see on the clubs and whatnot, I have to learn how to use them and maneuver them. And I have to be the one installing them as well. And I can go on. I can go on. I can literally go on. It was so many things that I have to do with one position title. I've become myself my one-man army. And that's how it is in today's world now. Unfortunately, you have to become the one-man army in order to move your brand or move your stuff, you know? It sucks because it shouldn't be even like that to begin with. You should have a team or somebody to handle it, but no. Most labels and most businesses, they want to see that you can that you know everything and you can handle everything. Bro, and, and it sucks that now you now it has now yet again evolved from you handling your social media and having people, you know, tweet about or like and comment and, and see your stories and whatnot. It's it's, it's, it has evolved from now that you got to go to Twitch and stream or to YouTube and stream your shit and talk about this stuff or or even, you know, make music and show the world what you want type of music and get encouraged by that. Now you have to be even more than that. Before it was just making music, then it becomes making music and making sound that looks dope. Now and then it involves to make your excuse me, make your own brand. Make your own graphic designs, um, do your own videos, pay for your own videos, um, handling your social media, promote yourself, this and that, and, and then involve to now making content, being a content creator. Go to YouTube or go to Instagram or TikTok or, or Twitch and, you know, stream and, and tweet or, you know, whatever. Now you got to do all that stuff, unfortunately, because that's the only way. And I'm trying to get into that now. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. And I'm trying to find other ways how I can do this without it. And I finally found a formula to it that, that it does not make me want to hate it as much. And I can still do all this stuff. But it sucks, guys. It sucks. And now we got to go into that, you know. Anyways, let's move on with the next uh, order of business. Um, the, de the departure of Pat Lundy, also known as the drummer of Modestep. It is very, very sad for me to report that, you know, my homies, Josh and Pat from Modestep, they have parted their ways. Josh, obviously, he's the founder of Modestep, so he definitely keeps the name of Modestep. And my good friend, Pat Lundy, the drummer, you know, he went up his separate ways. Now, I believe that, you know, they they are in good turns, but it's just sad for me. You know, it's uh, let's take a look at this. You know, I'm right now at, at Pat's Instagram page, you know, of course, Pat being Pat. Yeah, man. And it's like it sucks because it went it, it went up. It, this went about days after he they he released. um. The, the net splice sound with virtual riot, you know, virtual riot mode sets spicy random drums. It sucks. And he, uh, like, man, bro. I have, like, they had to part it ways the moment, you know, they released this. 
But I feel like it's something that's been coming out a long, long time, you know. 20 years, I still think about, oh yeah, you know, rest in peace to, you know, that Pat's uh, father. Um, where is it? It has to be. It, I think it has to be. Uh, oh, he took it down? Damn, he took it down. I Yeah, I believe he took it down. Yeah, well, you know, Pat gave out a statement saying, you know, we're no longer up Moldstead and this and that. And I was just sad. Uh, Moldstead did make a sense. Like, Josh, now it's just Moldstead. Um, here it is. And it brings me great sadness that the announcement that the departure man behind the drums of our life shows Pat after almost a decade of touring with us. He has... Decided to look for other opportunities outside the music industry. And I agree. I, I know. And I will discuss that right now. I wish him the best of luck in the future and treasure the, our memories we all made together. Our new chapter mostly begins with new announcements. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you know, new EP. Well, after the new EP and whatnot. Here's Pat right here rocking it. Love, you know. And I was there for his ultra music festival set for them, you know. He was just killing it. I will always treasure those videos and those moments with them. You know, it was an absolutely treasure for me, man. It sucks. It sucks. Um, so this has been a long time thing happening. Like I kind of saw this in a weird way. I kind of saw this on a long way because when I met them, they were doing live sets. They were doing a lot more live sets than everything. Pandemic happened, and obviously it screwed everybody up. And once starts to once things started to come up, uh, it became more of a DJ set, and they had to specifically say it. It's a DJ set; it's not a live set. So the one that does the touring was Josh, and um, Pat. You know, he's a drummer. He's not a DJ. He tries to be a DJ. And he and there are times in which he shows up and, and goes back to back with, with Josh. But his passion is being a drummer. He's always been. He's not even a producer. Like he it was most of the time it was all Josh. And I kind of saw this coming from a mile away, like way longer. I'm pretty sure they have the reasons behind the scenes of what happened. I don't know what happened. Honestly, I don't know. I reached out to Pat and said, you know, hey, man, you always got me, bro. You know, um, I don't know. He didn't want to share a little bit more about it, you know, but I respect him, you know, there, and there's no core between them as far as my understanding. But it sucks. And but I see I saw this for a mile away. And as soon as I start seeing Josh being touring a lot more and, and carrying the name of Mozart all under his shoulders and making the music and making the contents, you know, going on Twitch stream and whatnot and doing all that stuff by himself. Like as soon as I start seeing those signs and, and I'm like, okay, where's Pat? Where's Pat in all this? Like he's the drummer, right? He should be the one, you know, doing the drums and whatnot. At least something, man. St little by little was getting into it. You know, maybe this is not the reason, but I... But this is me, my my opinion. This is what I believe in. And little by little, I started to see like more modes that went out Pat, more modes that went out Pat. And I think the real ticking point that I felt like was when Mozart released their collab with Virtual Riot in their in Virtual Riot's last album, Simulation, the one they did. Um, uh, this could be us. 
and they feature Frank Sumo. Now, for those of you who know who don't know Frank Sumo, Frank Sumo is literally the drummer of Sum 41, an old school punk rock um, band, which I grew up with Sum 41. But I kind of I was kind of confused. I was like, why do you have Frank Sumo into this? Like, what was his input? He's a drummer. And in my head, it's like, but what about Pat? Pat is a drummer. And even in the music video, he, you saw Frank Sumo, you know, doing his thing. I'm like, wait, isn't that Pat's job to, to do the drums? Why is he, why is Frank Sumo doing it? So it's stuff like that. Maybe that's not intentionally. Maybe he did something. Maybe he was part of the writing or something. I don't know. All I know is like he was there and he was doing the drums. I was like, that's Pat's job. And I feel like that's sh that sh should be the indication sign. It's like, yeah, Pat is not going to be a, a drummer for a long time with most of them. Especially when when he, there were many times in which um, Pat wanted to do other stuff and he needed to get money out of it because he didn't have any other jobs other than to be a drummer. So if he doesn't tour or does anything, what's the money that he was coming from? So what he does, um, something happened that he started becoming um, Fox Stevenson's, you know, live tour, um, live tour drummer. Yeah, like he started touring with uh, Fox Stevenson for a while as, a, as Fox Stevenson's tour. I mean, drummer in their in his live tour. So it's like, okay, good shit. There you go. Get get that money, Pat. I'm happy for you. Go for it. And then they come back again with the whole Motstep tour in Europe, which is I feel like that was fucking, you know, um, unreal. I thought that was very unreal. It's amazing when I saw that. You know, I saw the whole live set that they did. I was like, whoa, bro, whoa. But at the same time, I was just like, something is not, something's not right. Something does not make sense. And wouldn't you know it, few, like a few months later, this happened. It's sad. It's sad to see two friends that have been together for a long, long time and then go on their separate ways. And it's sad to see that it's people that I know, you know, especially how I know how passionate these guys are. I don't know. That's my conspiracy for you. I feel like this has been something that's been coming down for a mile long, you know, and now they're starting to put it on the public. That's my conspiracy theory, you know. Um, you guys draw up your own conclusions. We don't know the actual truth because we're not behind their behind the scenes on their stuff. We don't know how was their relationship. How, we don't know what was going on. Maybe it was true. Pat was going for something. Pat was definitely like trying to look for jobs, you know. We don't know. And, and kudos for Pat, you know. I'm just, I just, it just sucks, you know. It just sucks. And sucks that, you know, it had to happen a few days later after you guys release your, 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 your drum pack, you know, with Virtual Riot. And it's under his name. Even though Pat is the one that created it, it's still under Boltstead. It could be Virtual Riot and Pat. Lundy drums, you know, drum spicy rhythm, no, but it had to be Mozart. So in my opinion, that was kind of shitty, you know, I, like it sucked, you know, it, it felt like a kind of a bad taste for, in my mouth, you know, but it is what it is. I cannot fight for their battles. It, that, whatever they have, it's whatever they have, you know, it's sad, sad news, sad news overall, you know, it's how we can, you know, do about it happens. It happens. We've seen this through, you know, for the over the years on bands and 
duo artist and whatnot. I used to be a duo artist before Wolfson, guys. I used to be known as Like an Instinct with my buddy um, who has multiple names. I'm known as Don Geronimo. We have a we and and we were great, man. But we, you know, we started to see different opinions, and we started to see like I wanted to be more like this, and he wanted to be more like that, and you know, we went about our base, and no beef after that, no. And probably that's exactly what happened, but you know, we we don't we don't know what went behind the scenes, you know. Anyways, it, let's move on to something positive. Let's move on to something good and. Let's move on to stuff that we want to talk about. Let's talk about movie and TV recaps so far. Let's go. So, um, the recent stuff that I want to talk about is anime. I know for sure we got a lot of anime players here. I know, I know for sure we got people that are into anime. You know, that's for sure. I know... And I know that's something well known. If you don't like anime, then, you know, skip about, you know. But for those of you who love anime or hasn't had a chance to watch some of these shows, we're, let's talk about a little bit about Bleach, man. Now, the new season or the final season of Bleach, which is titled The Thousand Year Old Blood War. Holy shit. So far, it's going exactly man to, to the manga, you know. And as you can see, some of the images right here. You know, it's dope. Like, it's exactly what we were promised. You know, whatever was happening in the in the manga, it's exactly how they're portraying it. And they're adding a few more extra scenes and, they're, and, and it's becoming much more better. Like, it visually looks better. Like, look at how gorgeous it looks like. You know, for those who are listening from the audio platforms, go check it out on the YouTube um, channel for it. But yeah, like it, it looks amazing, man. And I'm so happy that I came about the final season. And obviously my favorite voice actor, Johnny Young Bosch, you know, is replaying, is reprising this role as Ichigo Kurosaki. So I'm looking at a lot of the recurring guests from the old days, from the old Bleach series, they're coming back as well, you know. But man, the series is just good. It's so, 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 so good, man. And it's 52 episodes right now. They're, they just released episode five. And the next episode is just going to be insane. Like, you're going to see some important battles. And it's going to look amazing, you know. What I think about is, like, guys, I'm so happy that they did this final season, you know. I'm so happy. I really am. Like, I really hope that they did they do change the the ending of the of the show because the way it ended on the manga felt rushed and it felt like ugh, it put it like a damper for a lot of fans, you know. So I really hope that they actually change it and give it a like a little twist on it, but still stick with the manga, stick with the manga source because it looks it's it's promising, it looks amazing, you know. So I cannot wait until this thing is like all over. Well, I actually I cannot wait. I just cannot wait to some of the most iconic and important scenes like net, the next episode episode six if you guys haven't watched it you guys can actually watch it on hulu for the sub and dub which is pretty dope you can watch both versions on hulu there you know like the most pivotal scene that started this you know war arc it's coming on episode six which is coming next week and oh my god that is the hell of a scene that's the Battle of Goliaths that you've been wanting to hear, you know? So, yeah, guys, it's 
freaking dope, you know, so far. And so far, I, I saw it and I, I can't remember where I saw it, but I saw it on Twitter. Um, I think from Crunchyroll, they posted up that, you know, Bleach has been like one of the number one streamings in all Japan and, and America, which is wild to me. Wild, wild, wild to me. Because that means Bleach is still alive, man. That means it's like, man, it's better than fucking Boruto. It's like, oh my God, horrible. And it and it went on top of uh, the next one that we're going to talk about, Chainsaw Man. So Bleach is doing great. I highly suggest you guys give it a shot. If you've never seen the anime Bleach, watch the the old anime Bleach, you know? Watch the whole thing and then get to the to the last art, you know? You won't be disappointed. It's a very, it's a very underrated Mm, underrated um gem from the anime days on um, back in the shonen era days you know it was very underrated and it became that way because of all the filler arts that it had it which was horrible i had no bearing with it and it just switches off from the main story for no reason you know i think that's why it wasn't as popular as it should but if you skip some of those those filler arts and go straight to the main source like you're gonna see it's like dude this is a, a genius thing this is amazing you know Let's let's go talk about Chainsaw Man. Now, Chainsaw Man has been seeing a lot of good reviews. And mind you, this is my first time watching the Chainsaw Man. You know, I've never read the manga. I know that I heard a lot of stories that the manga is actually a very popular and whatnot. And let me tell you, like the Chainsaw Man so far of what I'm seeing in the show, I'm loving it. It's definitely gruesome. It's definitely gruesome. And I highly suggest that this is only meant for for people who are mature, you know, a little bit mature and, and they can handle the stomach for this. It, it's not that gruesome, but it's just it 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 definitely leaves a few, you know, guts open and cuts and lots of bloods and whatnot. So there's grow there's gore in it, you know. But so far the story is pretty good. I mean it's all about this guy that basically had nothing in their life in his life and he will sell anything so he can, so he doesn't have to be poor or be living in poverty. And all of a sudden, he made a pact with a little devil when he died. And and that devil granted him, you know, like the power of a chainsaw. So that way he can continue living his dream and be, you know, the next big thing and whatnot. And and now he actually joins this um agency that involves, you know, killing devils. So he becomes one, and he's basically. Killing the devils, you know, it, it's kind of like, uh, like, you know, another another story of Devil May Cry or or I guess Bleach as well, because Bleach's hollows and hollows are deemed to be demons or whatnot, you know, but that's that's a different topic. Um, But yeah, he's all about killing all the devils. And that's what their interesting is all about. Um, Very good. It's a very, very good, you know, um, anime. I'm looking forward to many, many more of this. I know the manga is still kicking it. So, yeah, guys, like if you guys haven't got the chance to watch, um, what do you call it on um, Chainsaw Man? I highly recommend that you guys um watch it. You know, it's it's very good. Um, next one, My Hero Academia season six. Well, so far, it this is the war arc. So this is the arc that everybody was like, oh, my God, I cannot wait. Because this is the one where all bets are off. Like, this is where we're going to see everybody go plus ultra as much as they can. And a, and a lot of shits will be happening. A lot of deaths will be happening. 
and it's going to turn around the series I was shooting. Now, we, I already saw the manga, so I already know what happens. But looking at it visually, it looks amazing again, like kicking ass again. My the people of My Hero Academia, like kudos for them. And you can also, um, oh, I forgot to tell you guys, Chainsaw Man, you can also watch it on, on Hulu. Um, but yeah, My Hero Academia, like it just looks amazing. And then the, the intensity and the states are higher, man. Season six, it like they're doing a great job out of this, man. And yeah, now we're down to the episode where all shit breaks loose, like all hell breaks loose, like everything is like. Like, oh, shit, you know? So I highly suggest you guys take a look around. You know, if you guys are good with the whole anime aspects, you know, take a look around on Bleach, Chainsaw Man, and My Hero Academia. I highly recommend to it. Now, let's switch topics. No, let's not talk about any more about animes. Let's talk about some of the recent shows that just pop out from the, from the comic book era. Let's talk about freaking Titan season four. Yeah, like Teen Titans. Now you can watch it on HBO Max because Warner Brothers and Discovery are now part of one. Now they're known as Warner Bros. Discovery and they own DC. So they own the DCU universe and they also own these all the DC animations and TV shows and whatnot. And now they're part they're now they're releasing it on HBO Max. And let me tell you, man, so far it has done episode one and two. Um, I think this week is going to be a, it's going to be a weekly episode. It's going to be an episode free this so far, you know, and so far it looks very, very, very promising. You know, there was a lot of cool things that I saw in the first episode. It's like, oh my God, a lot of cool references. Like, yes, this reference and this reference and this reference. And it's also getting a little bit scared, not scary, but it looks getting a little bit dark, you know, especially they're going to explore um, Ravens, you know, backstory a little bit or her not not just her backstory but you know her her powers so that way she has a better more full control access of her powers and see what can they do about it they're also going to be exploring um connor who is lex luthor and superman's you know father they're going to explore about that and obviously lex luthor makes an appearance which i was like holy shit so it's no longer that we're hiding characters anymore. We're actually putting all the characters. Like, we're putting Superman there. Then we're going to put Batman in there. We're going to put Lutz Luthor. We're going to put a bunch of other stuff, you know? So it's like, holy shit. So they're going all about. They want Titans to be good, you know, all the way. And yeah, this is very promising, man. And I also, on the first episode, we didn't see Beast Boy's transformation into one of the other animals, but they explain it like, yo, like, Beast Boy, you were a gorilla, then a raptor, then a this and that. I'm like, holy fuck. Well, this is awesome. Not going to spoil it to you guys anymore uh, about it. All I'm going to say is that, you know, keep an eye on Titans. Like, so far, the, the show is more promising, you know, much more promising than, than it was before, you know. It was definitely... You know, it was kind of slow at the first season of the of Titans, but then it, it grew into something a little bit better. And now by season two or three, it's gone spawned to something great. And now this season is like, oh my God, yes. We're all about it, you know? And and I think like the whole theme of this season is like new beginnings. Like everybody's about to unleash their, you know, their they're the beginning of whatever, you know, they're about to be the new thing. They're, they're new discovering their new powers. They might learn how to control them. 
I mean, and we have a new Robin, which is Tim Drake. For those for those of you who know about um about uh Batman um comic books, Tim Drake is here as as the new Robin, you know, and obviously Dick Grayson as you know Nightwing. So yeah, like Titans, absolutely, it's so far it's been a phenomenal thing. I, um, I mean, episodes one and two was just amazing facts. So I'm looking forward for the rest of the season. Um. And even that's like comic book related. Uh, yes, The Walking Dead. And yes, guys, for those of you who don't know, The Walking Dead was a comic book by, I think it was by Robert Kirkman. And they put it out into the actual series, which was you say, The Walking Dead, the final season right now. And so far, holy crap, bro. It's every, every episode. I kid you not. Every episode that I'm seeing on The Walking Dead on this last season is like, Shit is about to go down. Shit is about to go sideways. Shit is about to go left. Like something is wrong is going to happen. Something crazy is going to happen, you know? That's exactly how I like how I feel and it's it's like jabbing. I'm like, "Bro, I'm so happy. They're actually going about all bets are off in this last season, you know? They're literally going like, this is it. We're going to throw everything that we got right here." Good. Because some of the previous seasons were kind of slow and were kind of bad and whatnot. But this last season is actually very jam-packed. It's actually pretty good. And the storyline itself, and I just I just want to know how this is going to end, honestly. I, I want to know how this is going to end. Well, we already know that there's going to be spin-off series like Negan and, and Maggie have their own series. And Daryl and, and, and Carol are going to have their own uh, spin-off series. And and yeah, I don't know about the rest of it, but all I know is that this se- this season is this at least these last episodes of the season is jam packed. Like there hasn't been a dull moment, and even if there was a dull moment, it was more about like, oh, good thing I know about this. Oh, good thing this is happening because that way I know what's you know I'm prepared for the next. But man, it, it, it's there's there's no mistake that this is this has been good, man. This has been good. And I, 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 can't, I don't want this to be over, but it has to end. And I'm happy that's going to end with a great note. You know, it's going to end with something that's like, holy shit, this is how it's going to be, you know? So I'm so happy about this. Um, I got nothing more else to say other than then, dude, like this season itself is just freaking fire. Like there's just so much that... Like I can make an literally an entire episode talking about The Walking Dead, and you know, and they do podcasts every week after the end of the show. So imagine, I cannot stress you how much hype I'm having you guys up for this, you know. But Walking Dead is definitely something, you know, to to take advantage and watch the new, the last season. And holy shit, this trailer is fucking freaking long. I'm I'm showing it for everybody on YouTube for the audio audience, you know. But this is basically all the stuff that's happening, you know. And yeah, the last episodes, bro. Man, like, and I mean, I'll give you this little spoiler. I'll give you this little spoiler. Um, it has gotten to the point in which the walkers, the zombies, have gotten a little bit smarter. Yeah, they have come a little bit much more smarter. And you gotta see it for so you guys can know what am I talking about. Um, the last thing about the comments I'm going to talk about. Black Panther 
opening today. That's right. When this episode is out, Black Panther is out. So I'm so happy that it came about and it has to be like right during, you know, my birthday month, which is coming soon right now. And man, I'm it's so hyped, but I'm keeping my expectations low, low. And the reason why is because I was expecting high, high note on, on the first Black Panther movie, because the way they introduced Black Panther on Civil War is like, holy shit. So imagine how the movie is when the movie came about. It was like, okay, it was good. It, but it wasn't like how they like jam pack at badass, how they produced it in, uh, in the civil war. And I get that the first movie that were introducing the whole world Wakanda. So that way they know the storyline and whatnot. Like I get that. Yes. I fully understand what they were going for. And it's a good thing they did it. Visually looks beautiful. Absolutely. What kind of look amazing. The first movie was just blow. Whoa. You know, visually that storyline. It could be a little bit better. It had that potential. It could go farther. And the fight scenes, they were definitely good there. But I feel like Civil War felt like that. Ooh, more than than the actual thing. My opinion. Not trying, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. And this is my my opinion about the movie, you know, but I've been watching the trailer so many times and I feel like, holy crap, I feel like this is going to be better than the first movie. But at the same time, I have to keep my expectations low because I don't want to, you know, overhype myself. And when I watch it, it's like, ah, damn, and it's not what I expected, you know. So I have to keep my expectations low to myself, but it looks very promising. And the storyline and Neymar as the bad guy. Yeah, it looks fantastic, you know, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. And obviously, Black Panther, the heroine, we got female Black Panther. Obviously, it came down from the comic books that it did happen, you know, but who who's going to be? I know it's, you know, uh, Shuri, uh, with both his sister in the character, you know, T'Challa's uh, sister. I'm sure that's her because in the suit, you look at the tattoos or the markings that it has just like her her is and it and it has the power of her from their claws you know so i believe it's her you know so i wish it could be kept honestly i wish they didn't show up the suit i wish they could have like kept the suit you know high no and not showing anything but you know how trillies are they trying to sell it you know so i don't know it i'm petitions low but i'm excited to see it it's opening day so i'm about to see it soon you know when my getanian squats and and yeah guys like i hope everybody does it uh, watch that movie you know black Panther is a phenomenal movie and overall i say it's a phenomenal i i personally feel like certain ways like it's not like adventures level i feel like adventures was definitely way better than black Panther. but you know again biasy sure guys call me out leave a comment down below and let me know what your thoughts so Let's let's move on to this uh, Netflix show blockbuster that they release. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, I had a high expectations of this. This is why I also say I'm keeping my expectations low because I was kind of hyped for this show blockbuster on Netflix, which is kind of like damn Netflix. You gotta like you gotta be treat you gotta be like that too. You gotta, you gotta be, you, you gotta be like that as well, man. Shit. 
because Netflix was they say Netflix was the reason that Blockbuster died, but in reality, Blockbuster died because they didn't want to partner up with Netflix or they didn't want to do the whole streaming thing. So they just like, mm. anyways, Blockbuster the series. It's a sitcom with great um great characters. I mean, great um actors. And obviously, it's the people who who brought you Superstore and Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Haven't watched Superstore, but Brooklyn Nine Nine, holy shit, it's hilarious. Which is kind of a disappointment when I saw this. Um, we started seeing these first couple episodes of this show. It's actually not so good, to be honest. I was expecting a lot more, and you know, like oh. Like it sucks because you got Melissa Fumero. She's a great actress. You got and that, and she's like one of the main characters on Brooklyn Nine Nine. And you also got um, what's his name, Rand Randall or something? Uh, I don't know. Like he's very good. Uh, he was very good at Wonder Vision, Man, and a bunch of other movies. You know, he was actually you know Kim Jong on 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 the interview with Seth Rogen and, and and what's his name? You know. But in this movie, it, it, I mean, this movie, this sitcom series, it, it's like I don't I haven't laughed and I'm supposed to laugh. I haven't seen one laughter yet. So, guys, don't expect much for this series blockbuster to be anything good. You know, it it really isn't. And I I wish that Netflix could have done a better job for this. And and let me tell you guys, uh, Netflix is scaring me a little bit. Um, they just announced that Gears of War has partnered up with Netflix and they're going to do a Netflix um doc uh, not documentary live uh, like live action series like they did with Resident Evil let me see if I can find it like, there you go so there you go guys this is the tweet you know happy switch uh, 16 delta we're chasing our way to, onto Netflix and we got it right here from Netflix. Gears of War has released its 16 years ago. And to mark the occasion, Netflix has partnered up with the coalition so that to make an adaptation of Gears of War and then following an adult anime series. Um, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. I'm very scared. I'm very scared. And the reason why is Netflix is lacking a little bit on the live action adaptations and other stuff. As well, like movies and and sitcoms, you know, what they're doing great um documentary, they're doing horrible on everything else. Um, there's just a lot of hit hit and miss shows, a lot of them, a lot of cancellations. And let me tell you, the Resident Evil, the Resident Evil series that they released on Netflix, it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. They they stick to some of the sources materials onto it. It was kind of confusing, and at the same time, it was just like, mm. like they had it. They had the potential. It was right there, and they fucked it up, man. It's it was bad, you know. And me seeing this with Gears of War, which is one of my favorite franchises from the Xbox era, it's alarming for me. It's very alarming, and I just hope they don't butcher it or they don't mess mess with it, you know. And also, the animated series. Uh, I hope it's good. I hope the animated series is good, but I hope that the live action is they don't fuck it up. But again, I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath. Like Netflix is messing around a little bit, you know, and <sighs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. My, my expectations are pretty low, but let's go down to the last topic, upcoming video games. The Game of War, uh, God of War just released yesterday. That's right. When this episode airs, it just got released and holy shit is good. 
Holy shit. Ragnarok. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Let's let's look at that. Let's look at the, like some of the scenes of, of God of War. Let me just put it down for you guys. God of War. My God, it just looks amazing, beautiful. And when I started playing around, I'm not going to spoil much, guys. I'm just going to let you guys know that when, when I got it and I, I started playing it and I pulled an all-nighter. I definitely pulled an all-nighter. I couldn't not sleep. And when I when I played it, I was just like, holy fuck, this looks amazing. And I'm, and I'm like, dude, this is going to be my weekend fins, my every night fins. My fiance is going to be mad at me all because I'm going to be more sticking to this than anything else. And it, it's just, it looks amazing. I mean, the voice acting, the cinematic, the visuals, the backgrounds, the, the, the sound designing, like the gameplay itself, just like in the first game and added some few extra stuff on it. But it's like, mm, on point, on point. So I guys, I highly recommend you guys to watch this, uh, to watch this, to play this game. It's definitely good, and it's gonna give you guys a lot of a lot of oh, what's going on. Lastly, lastly, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet leaked. That's right, guys, it leaked. I cannot show you some of the images that I that I basically saw from the past couple of days because they took it down quickly. They took it down because that Nintendo was already at everyone's asses. I I saw a couple of you know Twitter accounts that I were you know, deactivated because of because of the leaks. So we already managed to saw some of the Pokemons that came about, like the second evolution of the Firestarter, second evolution of a grass, and then a couple of more. I'll be honest with you. Remember what I said to you guys last week that I feel the designs are kind of lazy? Yeah, the designs are kind of lazy. But here, here I come out and Pokemon um, released a new trailer. And the trailer I saw, it, it was like, Okay, dude, what the fuck? There's nothing in this trailer until the very end. I saw this. What the fuck is this? Paradox Dolphin. And Dolphin is an elephant type Pokemon that came released in the second generation in the Johto era, like on Gold and Silver. This is like a new form. So it's like Paradox Dolphin Violet. And then I scroll back as a Paradise Dolphin Scarlet. Because the fiend of uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, it, the fiend itself is about time-wise. Something that we experienced in Pokemon Arceus. Yeah, the time-wise. It's, um, there's Paradise. So Scarlet seems to be uh, talking about stuff from the past and Violet stuff from the future. And my God, look how sick it looks the, the past. But look how sick it looks on the future. This is the Dolphin, by the way. This is a Pokemon, legit Pokemon. All mechanicalized, but it looks futuristic. And I can see that. It looks, it looks dope. It looks dope. And, and, but they all, but you know, my expectations are getting a little bit like in the middle now because I saw the league. I saw, I saw some of the images. They were lazy. But then when you, when I saw some of this, you know, what they released today, or when whenever they released this um, trailer, the Paradise Forms, it got me a little bit high. It got me like, oh, wait a minute. You guys got a little bit better now. Okay, I see what you guys did. So you did shitty designs on the, Poke on the Pokemons that you released right now so you can show us the kick-ass designs on these versions of these or um, forms, you know? And let me tell you, yeah, 
promising. I'm getting both games. That's for sure. Um, they look, I don't know which one I'm going to play first because I need to see who's the starter, you know, the final evil. If the Firestar looks dope, then I'm playing that I'm playing the, the Scarlet. If it doesn't look dope, then I'm playing the, the water on the violin, you know? And I'll, and I'll from there, I'll decide. But I mean, let me tell you, I've seen this. It looks amazing. It looks very promising. Um, the gameplay looks good. Um, Ed Sheeran released the song for that trailer. It's called Celestial. I, I listened to it as well as watching it. And damn, the song is good. I'm definitely going to get that song. I'm downloading some, you know, I'll purchase it or whatnot. But damn, the song is good. The song is phenomenal. Ed Sheeran, you killed it with it, you know? And um, yeah, guys, like, I think this is wraps up for today's uh, episode. So guys, thank you guys for uh, for tuning in. And guys, comment down below if you let me hear your thoughts, share your experience. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to talk about, please let me know in the comments down below. And I'll do my best to talk about on the next episode. And you can always follow me on any of my social medias at Wolves and Music or youtube.com slash the Lone Wolf Podcast or at Wolf uh, Wolfpack Pod as well in the YouTube channel, guys. So comment down below and so like and subscribe. And guys, thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you guys at the next one, all right? Peace.